You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host. Back, whoops, back with another episode. There goes my phone. Um, I am down at the Central Exchange Exchange Building right now on the third floor. Uh, It's a little echoey, I apologize. Surrounded by absolutely nothing. It's quite cool. Um, You'll see on the video, if you're watching on YouTube, we have a pretty cool setup. Absolutely nothing here. Um, But the reason I'm down here is to interview Eric Granado. And if you follow Eric uh, at eric.granado, you'll see that his photography is unreal. And I mean unreal because he's just, I think in the short time he's been doing it, um, a lot of you probably won't believe he's only been doing it for about a year, which is blown, blows my mind, and we're going to get into that story today. So uh, welcome to the podcast, Eric Granado. Dude, thank you so much. I'm honestly really honored because there's been a lot of big names on here. <laughs> I like recently Brooke Wells, like, and I'm included. I just, yeah, yeah, it's kind of... That, that was a pinch me moment. Uh, my brother's completely in love with her, so the whole time <laughs> I, we were doing we that... I think we all are. Yeah, the so. whole time we were doing that. We, she, yeah, she, she was really cool. She was awesome, uh, and hopefully... Actually, I think we're going to, um, I'm going to be up in Tulsa in a couple of weeks. So, uh, there's a CrossFit competition, uh, what's it called? KO in the OK, I think it's called into, in, it'll be in like the BOK center. So. Those CrossFit people are insane. It's ridiculous what insane you can do. People. Ridiculous. No, it really is. Yeah. yeah. I've beaten my body up too many times. I, I can't do CrossFit. Yeah. I'm not about it. No, like I... I'm, I, like I've said this pretty much every podcast. I play golf. We don't, you know, we, we may lift a little bit of weights now, um, but it's mostly cardio that I do, and I'm happy doing cardio. But some of the stuff that she was talking about doing, uh, my co-host who came with me is a buddy of mine, Gan, and he he's into it. Like he's done it oh, for yeah. five years. He throws some weight around. Oh yeah. And we were talked about his times to her times, and just like she's unbelievable. Like it doesn't. It, it's it's hard to get your head around. You've like done this much stuff in this little time. How does that happen? You know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm excited to get into the story, mate. It's, uh, it's been good. I love sharing your photos. Uh, a Thank lot you. of them, you know, kind of Western-ish, right? That's kind of the theme for yeah, now. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I finally, so just kind of a background, I started doing photography, uh, like I really got into it, mm-hmm. I think November of last year. Uh, and I think back in like May or June, uh, I finally like, started to find my niche i think the reason behind it was um i my girlfriend and i she always said like guys in cowboy hats just look stupid you know i thought the same thing coming here from the states (laughs) coming here from from and that kind of hurt because i was like man i've always wanted to get a cowboy hat i have too and (laughs) uh and so just for fun we went to boot barn one day and i tried one on she's like you know, that doesn't look bad. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't look douchey. And I was like, okay. So I looked one up, got one. And since then, you know, it's like, it's a part of you now, isn't it? It's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah, I've always had an interest in like the old West, uh, you know, Wyatt Earp, uh, Pat Garrett, Jesse James, Billy, the kid is probably like my favorite outlaw by far. Yeah. Um, and just, I've, that's like my favorite time period. It's just a different time in that. It's, it's awesome. The, the movies behind, uh, you know, just the Western, uh, like lifestyle, um, you know, video game, Red Dead Redemption is probably one of the most famous video games of all time. Uh That's, you know, just the whole Western thing is just, it's awesome. Right. And it's part of what 
the U.S. is now. It's a really important time in the history of America, and you know, I think not yeah, too many yeah. people really respect it. I think it. the equivalent for me would be like the whole Peaky Blinders kind of thing. Yep. That for like everyone in the UK is kind mm -hmm. of what what you know, like the Western way stuff is in the States, isn't yeah. it? Um, and just kind of that whole scene and the way that they grew up and the way that like gentlemen are viewed during that time. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, like to look, you know, look through your Instagram feed and, and just see all these really cool. Um, you know, Western pictures, and I know you traveled quite a bit as well we, with work and stuff. But um, I think the one I shared, re the one I shared that, that was amazing was like, I think you went to um, an old rodeo or whatever, and you like you posted like ten pictures, they're all in black and white, mm -hmm. and every single one of them, like, which one do I put first? Yeah, it's uh, so know? that was actually out in Maud, Oklahoma. Yeah. M A U D. It's a tiny town, probably south of Shawnee. Um, I was just looking up like you know rodeos to go to in the summer. And I was like, I'm going to go to the Mod Rodeo. I don't know what it's about. I don't know where it is. I'm just going to go. Yeah. And, uh, man, I had one of the best times. It was just, you know, it seemed like a lot of local people. I mean, not a lot of people knew where, if I say Mod, nobody knows where yeah, it is. Yeah, I have no idea where it is. And yeah, I'm you glad know, you explained. Just, you know, it's just the local scene. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of the... <laughs> A lot of the riders weren't that great, but, you know, I guess that's what makes rodeos fun. You don't know what you're getting into. You don't know if they're going to be, you know, an eight-second bull rider or if they're even going to show up. So that's kind of the fun thing about those is small that, rodeos. Is that kind of something that you've just done over the, la over the last year is just, like, I'm going to go and find these random places and just something that's getting you out of town, getting you to see a little bit more and just kind of, like, be, I guess you've got to be creative by going to these places, haven't you? Yeah, it's a, it, it challenges me, and plus it just gets me out of the house, you know? And I think that's why I like photography, because I do tend to get lazy. <laughs> so, but I think just having a camera in my hands, it's like, okay, I want to go somewhere. You know, I don't want to just stay in the city. Yeah. And especially with the type of photography I'm into now, it's like, I, you know, I need to get out. I need to go on a two-hour drive to western Oklahoma and you know, find some rundown town that's having yeah. a rodeo. So, and, uh, man, they're, they're, they're just, it's a blast. I mean, seeing pe how people interact with animals and especially riding one. Right. I mean, you got to have a lot of respect for, uh, Yeah, horses scare the shit out of me. God, dude. So, uh, it's funny. I actually, I rode my first horse a few months ago. Never yeah. got the chance to. Didn't grow up around it. So, um, I know a rancher out north of Guthrie and, um, I was riding my horse flying, and he said we had to get a steer or a uh, 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 cow out of the bushes because she's about to have a baby, right? Mm -hmm. So we go riding trying to find it. As soon as we find her, the cow gets scared, and that scares the horses. And my horse just took off. I lost I lost one of the reins, so I was yeah. holding on to one rein. I was trying to pull back on it. Now I thought it was gonna I thought <laughs> I was gonna get bucked off or fall off or just break my neck or something. Yeah. And um, you know, I finally got the horse slowed down and uh, my buddy's like, You okay? I was like, dude, I have no idea. I'm like breathing heavy. I'm still holding on. Like my eyes are like wide open. And yeah. you know, and he was like, Why didn't you bring your camera? I was like, Well, probably that reason. That, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, probably best day. Because yeah. like anybody else, we're thinking, I wish I had like a GoPro strapped to my chest right now. So oh, you can watch the whole dude, thing I, again. I really wish somebody would have seen it. It's kind of just one of those, you know, share and tell stories. Yeah. So, well, yeah. You, and yeah I'm sure you're like, I kind of wish someone saw it, but I kind of hope they don't. They've never after, seen it ever After again. that experience, I've had a lot more respect for horses and yeah. bulls and everything. So, yeah, yeah it's, uh, you know, those things... Yeah, they, they they scare me, but it's a lot of fun. So, so you never grew up around ranching or being in the country or horses or anything like that? No, I never got to. Uh, my mom, 
grew up in western Oklahoma. I'm talking Panhandle, like mm-hmm. close to Black Mesa State Park. Which is like, beautiful. Yeah, I'm like Beaver, Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, she had a family farm growing up, but, uh, you know, my parents moved to Las Vegas and we lived in Indiana for a bit. Uh, and I never really got to grow up around it. I've always had like an admiration. I've always wanted to be a part of that. I thought that lifestyle was just cool it's rugged you know it's manly it's just you know everything you know a guy should want to be you know you grow up and you want like a red rider bb gun you know and that's just like what everybody wants yeah and uh i never i never grew up around it but i've always had an admiration for it and love for it and never got the opportunity to live that lifestyle right and uh now that i'm kind of getting into photography just a year into it i'm slowly still finding my way yeah 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 yeah, that's kind of where I guess I don't really know where it started. It's just always loved it and I thought it was cool. Yeah. And then now, like I said, you're into photography and it just seems natural to capture all these moments. Yeah, it really is. I, uh, a big inspiration, Ben Christensen on Instagram. Okay. He's out of Arizona. He's one of my all time favorite photographers. He's just like living everything I want to do, you know, just, uh, shooting for Henry rifles, uh, you know, Harley Davidson, just Mm -hmm. everything like, that's just the Western lifestyle and culture. And it's just, it's a, it's a blast. Cause I've met so many people within such a short time and not a lot of people are doing that style right. of photography. Uh, and so it's like, you really get a chance to shine. Yeah, definitely. That, you know, it's not too saturated. Right. Especially yeah. for, you know, the short amount of time that you've been in it, but kind of go back a little bit. What? So coming to Oklahoma, You've been here, what, 15, something years, right? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so, about 15 years. Yeah, and how old are you now? 26. Okay, so you've grown up pretty much in, like, you're old enough to know what's going on in the last 15 years. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, So where does, like, where does kind of, was photography, like, always on the radar, or was it just like, I'm going to try this, you know, a year ago, and now you're here? Well, you know, I, so... I went to college to play football, mm-hmm. um, but I was never a good student. Uh, I just, you know, class really wasn't for me. It's, it, you know, felt like, honestly, kind of felt like I was hindered by tests and mm-hmm. everything. I actually, uh, fun fact, I actually failed photography in college. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kind, of embar- kind, of, kind of embarrassing. I love that going forward. Kind of embarrassing. Um, yeah. But, you know, I moved to Portland, Oregon after college like two weeks after i graduated mm-hmm. tried to go find you know um work out there tried to go find full-time work i never could like just get in somewhere you know mm-hmm. struggling financially couldn't find full-time work i was like working two jobs for like the good part of three years and my buddy uh, sold me his camera that i met out there and it was like a canon t3i some mm. shitty camera and I, I got that thing. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I kind of knew the ins and outs of it, but I really didn't know anything about editing, how to, you know, how to post anything. I was just kind of clueless, yeah. but, you know, I had a camera. Ended up selling it just to make rent one one month. And always when I moved back to Oklahoma, I was like, man, I really want to get a camera again. So I finally racked up the money to get one. And since then, it's like, that's kind of where photography came right. in. I had the opportunity to buy a camera and since then I've just really 
I hate to say the term, but I kind of blew up and yeah, no, no, people. no. True, you, I mean that's that's totally right because I like what you were doing. Like I think the first time I saw one of your photos was taking photos of um, at Graber Design mm-hmm. up there and doing that. Yeah, um, and you know doing this series that you did with because uh, you did it with Todd mm-hmm. and um, for you did with Fading Up mm-hmm. and the Donut Man. You know, and I saw those. I'm like. I hadn't seen that before, yeah. you know, and it's so cool to see that in the way that it was done. And that was quite early on, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I had this, when I was interviewing for Nike out in Portland, uh, one lady told me she, she knew I had the skills to go work there. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was like, I know, you know what Nike can do for you, but what can you do for yourself and to, you know, um, I guess yeah. for the better of the company mm-hmm. that really stuck with me. I was like, what can I do on the side? That's going to impress somebody. Right. And so my big thing, I really didn't know what I was doing. I was just kind of lost in the dark, didn't know what to do. And, uh, that's when I did photography. I was like, I need to tell my story. Mm-hmm. Everybody at Nike was like, you need to be able to tell a story in some way. And living out in Portland, I really got, a, an appreciation for small business and the local food scene there. Yeah. I, I love food. I've always loved eating. Um, but just exploring different places, discovering new places to go eat mm-hmm. and trying new things. Um, that's, that all came from living in Portland. I didn't know anything about ramen or, you know, anything about a sushi or, you know, just off the wall things that right. that's not normal here in Oklahoma when I was living out there. And when I moved back, I noticed how big the city's gotten. And I was like, man, I need to, I want to do something to show that off. And that's when I kind of reached out to Graber Design and kind of fell in love with small business right. that way. It, the project kind of fell through uh, early in the summer. Couldn't really find anybody to want to do it with me. Yeah. What was like the goal with that? I really wanted to do a year's worth of uh, projects. Okay. Uh, my big thing was called We Are Oklahoma. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of make it like a coffee table book. Okay. And kind of host like an art gallery at the end of the year with everybody I shot with mm-hmm. and um, really just have them speak or, you know, right. show up at the, you know, uh, show up at the event. That was kind of my big goal. Okay. But like I said, it kind of fell through. Why um, Why did it fall through? I, I, I couldn't find anybody that really wanted to do it um, or that were even available to talk to. Yeah. So it was just, I was reaching out to small local businesses when it wasn't getting anything uh, back, yeah. I just really didn't hear from anybody. Unfortunately, that was probably one of my favorite projects I've done so far. Right. Uh, unfortunately, things just kind of fell apart. I but think I think we can do that. I, th- I think it'd be a lot of fun. I, I think lo- we I can love... like with the amount of people that we know now. Yeah. I just like said starting it, you probably started a little early. Yeah. You know, and, I think I, and so then too. not not knowing like with the people that we all know now, mm-hmm. and, the, and now obviously the book of work that you have now. Yeah, exactly. I think we could do that this year for sure. I think so too. I th- uh, it's something I've been wanting to kind of get back to. Yeah. Uh, I think it's something I've just really fell in love with is just small business in general. How uh, how many people did you like? Was the, was it just kind of one a month? And I think, just... Yeah, I was trying to do one a month, one story a month, okay. uh, and I was wanting to post like three, uh, make three different posts uh, just telling their story. Right. Um, and I think the reason why I wanted to do it was I, I knew Oklahoma isn't known for its landscape. It's right. not, and when people think about it, they they think there's nothing in here at all. Mm-hmm. But the pe- the people are what make Oklahoma so great. And just falling in love with small business when I was mm-hmm. living out in the Northwest, 
I really wanted to portray that here because yeah. there's a lot of it here. Yeah. Um, not a lot of people know. And, uh, so that was really the, my, like my driving point to right, get yeah. that story out and share these people's stories. Everybody's got a different background and like entrepreneurship and business and just, you know, thriving. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did the one with Todd for EOTE when he just had his roastery. Yeah. And now he's opened his shop. It's crazy, isn't it? Popular coffee shops in the city. Yeah. You know, Graber Design. I mean, he's done amazing stuff. Will's one of my, you know, best buds. Uh, the Donut Man. He, that man, that was one, that was one of the, some of the best donuts I've ever had. I yeah. don't know if you've ever had I, I haven't, but I know, like, he just doesn't do it to make money, right? He's just no, kind of he, does it because he's retired and he wants he, something to do. So he is a children's book author. Okay. Yeah, super cool stuff. Show me some of his art. And dude's super talented. But he's yeah. just kind of doing it on the side because he wants to do it. He doesn't want to expand, but mm-hmm. you know, I think that's the cool thing about small businesses. You see this van around, you expect him to, you know, get popular enough to open up a store. Yeah. And that's not his goal. Right. He just wants to stick with his van. Now he's got two of them. So that's it's just, so yeah, cool. he's growing tremendously and you know, it's yeah. awesome to see. So I, I, like I said, there's, there's so many people that we could, I mean, we could easily find 12 people. I think, I don't think there's a problem there. It's just doing it in a way that, that going back to the donut man stuff that he does, it's like doing it because that's what you want to do. Yeah. Not to make money, not to do this, not to do that. It's doing it because you, like you said, you actually enjoy doing it. It's the most mm-hmm. fun you've had doing. I agree. I think we I, can I definitely think a pick big that up. thing was, it was just like, I was trying to make it every person. I wanted to find a different <laughs> person or someone unique every right. single time. You know, uh, I just want to show off the diversity of the mm-hmm. state too. Uh, and I just really, things kind of fell through and, got busy and really yeah. couldn't, you know. So now, now to like kind of, if after that fell through, how does the whole Stetson thing come about? Man. Uh, Cause that's, that's good for like what someone who's been doing it for a year, right? And who failed photography. Oh my God, that's dude. mega. Dude, I was super stoked when they were just like, yeah, let's see something. I was like, you're kidding. Like, mm, this is the real Stetson, right? The, yeah. You are sending me emails. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> you're not someone like I'm joking like, with me. I'm like, are you sure? Like, you know, I don't have a whole lot into this and they're like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And, uh, the social media lady, she's awesome. Um, you know, one of the friendliest people ever. And, I took a trip to Portland mm-hmm. uh, back in August, and she was like, let's link up. And uh, she gave me a hat to um, take pictures of and because they were going to announce that they're uh, – that's probably their best-selling hat. I think it's like the outdoor – the Stetson outdoor hat. Okay. Um, but it's like one of their most popular ones. They were just announcing it was back in stock, and that was the big thing. And I told her about uh, my buddy Will at Graber Design, and she was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Let's do it. And the big thing was, is we wanted to show that Stetson's not just cowboy stuff. Right. Because everyone thinks that. Yeah. Everybody thinks yeah. that. Yeah. Honestly, I mentioned Stetson. Everybody's like, the cologne? Yeah. Like, no, no. It's a, it's a cowboy brand. But yeah. I mean, when I say that, they don't expect to see a cabbie cap and a flannel and some jeans. Right. You know, it, it's not just all pearl snap shirts and cowboy hats. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, something we really wanted to portray that. They're more than just cowboy hats. And so that was really our big focus there. Yeah. And this, it's just called Stetson Stories, right? Like yeah. Hashtag Stetson Stories. Yeah. If you go to Stetson.com and I think if you go to, I think it's the stories tab or blog, mm-hmm. I think it's the blog, uh, you can just read it there. So I'm not much of a writer, so I tried to write the best <laughs> I could. So yeah, I don't do much writing. I, I get literature and like writing and like I my aunt was an English teacher and like she basically was the only one to get me through my classes because I'm terrible at spelling and all that stuff 
but I write the way that I speak, right? And apparently that my I've written blogs and stuff, and they've said that they're decent. I think they're horrific, and I and I got to the point now where like I just don't care enough to, yeah. enough to worry about it, so I just do it. So you're probably reading some of the bios and some of the podcasts, thinking, "What is he talking about? Like, there's not a period in there. I haven't taken a breath in time." Like. I'm typing it, it sounds great in my head. And then you read it and you're like, yeah, I probably should proofread more. So I definitely understand what you One what of my good friends one. gave me one of the best compliments. She's like, when we first met, because uh, she runs the Portraits OK page. With okay. Me, and she's like, you type exactly how you talk. I was like, I don't even know what that means, yeah. but thank you. I was like, yeah, I guess I'm just myself, you know. I right. try to like write APA style. And well, like if people so. do like the do it well, they're, they're thinking four or five sentences ahead. Oh, man. You know? know? And I'm like the same as you probably. And we're just like, yeah, I think we'll do And they just string it together, you know? It's probably because I didn't do good in school. On same. My, you know, that, that's probably the thing. Yeah. I don't know. My thing with the uh, photos, it's like everybody's got a story to tell. Sometimes I just don't think that's the case. I think a photo should speak for itself. Really. Right. Definitely. You know? And I think that's really my whole thing. I I, I kind of look at photos as art. I mean, because it is. I mean, if you, no, yeah, hang, I agree if you go you. to a museum and you see a photo, it doesn't have this long story behind it. Right. It's just a title. It tells a story. Yeah. Especially the Western ones. Yeah. I mean, it should be able to just tell a story in itself. It should yeah. make you feel something, you know, it, just looking at it, it should, whether it resonates with you or it doesn't. I mean, that's what... Mm -hmm photography is about yeah so that's kind of why i don't really write a whole lot either so maybe i should get a ghostwriter next time to, to do the job for me <laughs> we'll find somebody i'm sure so. um but no like that those stories were really cool Thank and like you. i said instead some coming around and doing that and i guess that just kind of fueled you to be like i'm actually doing something right here yeah, like i'm man, kind I'm, of I'm, I'm still kind of amazed at you know the fact still in the that honeymoon they, phase yeah i really am yeah uh, I've, I've taken december off from shooting just you know give my brain a rest and I'm uh, just really focusing on my day job, you know, just wrapping up the year. But now that, you know, it's January and plan on doing some traveling soon, you mm -hmm. know, I'm really wanting to kind of get back into it and uh, dive head first. So, there, there, man, there's still so much to learn. And the fact that you had me on and, uh, you know, just really appreciate We've it. We've been I trying mean, to do this for a while. Dude, we? I do. I know. <laughs> things, things really fell through. Yeah. you got to get your act it, together. This, this, <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. Because if Michael's listening to this, Michael Weidemann's been, we've been trying to do a podcast. I've been trying to do a podcast with Michael for probably a year. And he just keeps falling through. Dude, Michael, um, man, he, dude, that guy He's awesome. got some skills. Oh, my God. Now, when I think of, like, the Oklahoma photography scene, I yeah. think Michael. Like, he's, yeah. like, the, the epitome. I mean, his family moved out to Yosemite Park. You know, his mom's out in Arizona, I think. And he wants to stick here because you know he thinks Oklahoma is such a cool place yeah and for him to you know be that face of the Oklahoma just no I just definitely the, agree I, with just you the, just he's, he's a very good I guess ambassador for the yeah state of Oklahoma. definitely and so yeah you know, yeah the, we tried to um I tried to record with him the day before I left to go home for Christmas and worst day for me ever right because you, you know it's like you know I, I did pack i'm a man right but i actually did pack the day before and we were supposed to do it that day and i woke up that morning and i just looked at this giant list of stuff i had to do and i texted him i was like dude i'm so sorry i have so much stuff to do um michael if you're listening we'll get this done i promise one day <laughs> dude speaking of, i got a pack tonight man yeah yeah I just, i'm not a fan of packing no that's the, the worst well then cool. you go back to like the whole western thing is like basically you just everything you carry is all you have yeah basically like, that's if what, we can go back to that and just oh, have man, a pair of jeans yeah. a pair of boots a jacket and a hat and that's what i'm it. saying what you got in your back is all you all you need you yeah. know and i think that you know it's the minimalist lifestyle a lot of people want to live and you know look at the way cowboys yeah. you know just a little sack and that's it right so going i mean 
I couldn't just have um, the equivalent, obviously, of a horse today as a car. So I couldn't just have one car, though. I'd have to have a few. Yeah, you know. That's you, the only word. My, that's for me. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, a car yeah. guy. So I, no, mm. you need, no, you need your car you're driving around in. Then you yeah. need, you know, to hook it up to a trailer. Your right. other car Something to a trailer. Fun, yeah. yeah, just get that whole, yeah. that whole so train going. So the new year, obviously, you still have a job, right? You're still working full time. Yeah. I'm, I'm Honestly, I'm really wanting to get into, I, I feel like even though I've been doing it such a short time, I can really feel like I can leave my day job this year. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's going to take some work. It might not happen. Uh, man, that's the hardest thing. It's like... But there's light there, right? Like there you is. You can see the I, end of the I think tunnel. that's a hard thing from a lot of people liking my work right off the bat. It's like, okay, it's coming so quickly, it's hard to be patient because yeah. you can see that light. And a lot of things take time. But, you know, the fact that I can kind of see it it's like it's hard to not be impatient, right? You know, but I think I think that's a good thing, though. Yeah, um, like as long as you have a plan. Yeah, for sure. Some form of plan. Yeah, I, I, I'm hoping to you know get into the industry full time. You know, utilize my strengths. I feel like the longer I wait, uh, the window's going to close. No, yeah. Yeah, so I, you know, I feel like I need to take advantage of my opportunity. Yeah, and even if you just start going part time with work or whatever it is, like oh, cut yeah. back, you know, like just kind of then just naturally one's going to take over. And for it? sure, I got this. Uh, I got this project that might happen with Stetson this year. Um, I don't want to get too into detail, Mm -hmm. but involves a boot maker out in Guthrie. Nice. Uh, So I'm kind of keeping that. So that's local too. It is local. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I guess I can share it with you while while I'm here. So this guy, um, Raymond Dorwart out of Guthrie, um, he was a cowboy out in Montana, Wyoming, Nebraska for like 18 years, right? Mm -hmm. And for the past 37 years, he's been living in Guthrie making custom handmade cowboy boots yeah like straight up cowboy boots sounds for, like for, someone for we need to have on the podcast yeah for cowboys and ranchers yeah and uh i mean he's just kept a low profile his shop all the machines in the shop are um just the original yeah uh, machines that he started with and it's just like it's like a step back in time and uh man it's just like one of the coolest like things you can do right um, you know you walk in all the floors are just hardwood. It's dusty in there from, you know, just everything floating around. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's really just a legend in Oklahoma. And I think, uh, you know, still not a lot of, I, I don't think anybody knows about him. Right. And I think that's just really the cool thing about that. Yeah. You know? So it, kind of the good thing is, I guess, with going back to what the stories that you did, now you have like Stetson behind you to say, hey, I'll, let me see if this works. And then when you contact someone or yeah. they contact someone for you, that yeah, helps. I think we're circling back to it uh, this month. Okay. Um, just until they get their new budget and see what happens. I'm not. Yeah, gonna, yeah. It may happen. It may not. Um, but right. you know, if it doesn't, you know, I'm wanting to share those photos. I've been hanging on to them. I think since August. So you've di- so this has been done already. You already shot these photos. Though. I've already shot these photos. Okay. I, I just there's I'm I'm kind of weird. It's like I hold on to the best photos yeah. until like the last you know, until I just really want to. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the work that you see on my page, it's not like, that's not my best work. Right. And I don't know why. I think yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's just like, kind of like, it's the excitement, like you're holding on to it. And when you post it or it's out there, the excitement's gone. It's like, okay, yeah. it's done. It's like, but at the same time, like if someone looks at that, like someone's going to like looking at your Instagram feed now and you look down there and like, you think that this stuff's awesome. And it's the total opposite to what everyone does in their Instagram. Everyone's Instagram page or Instagram life is way better than they say their normal life is. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And now you just said that like you hold like 
That doesn't make any yeah, sense it, to it, me it, at all. It, it Especially if you want to get people to like pay you to do stuff. Yeah. I'd be posting all my stuff. I don't care if any. You oh, know, no, you know no, what I'm I, I get that too. I just I don't know. I'm I guess I'm kind of weird. Like these photos. I mean, I think I have like 70 photos of the shop uh, on my computer. And yeah. It's like I just I haven't shared them with anybody. That's so I just kind of feel like I just I don't want to. It's I feel kind of selfish. Like I just yeah, want to hold yeah, on yeah. to them for myself, you know? It's like, man, I just fixed an awesome steak and I don't want any of you guys <laughs> to have it, you know? That's kind of that's kind of the only thing is, you know? I yeah, mean, that's fair enough. I mean, you know, fix a nice, like, 16-ounce ribeye, yeah. you know? And, uh, yeah. Just going to eat it all on my Dude, own. That's Dude, really, that's really kind of how I feel. Okay. I mean, I'm hoping to get my website up uh, probably within the next month or two. Yeah. And hopefully I can kind of share those photos on there. So, okay. yeah, I, man, I don't know. It's, At least have a place to put, like... Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I do want to share them, but I think I'm just kind of waiting until uh, we can get that word out mm -hmm. and, you know, see. So I think that's kind of, like, a big announcement. But I'm hoping to, you know, kind of get on board with a few other brands. Yeah, right, because, like, once you kind of have one and you can prove that you can do the work with one, then hopefully they yeah. all... Yeah, you know, especially if you've got those, like, the, the you know, in that scene, there's a few core groups that yep. you really want to work with. You know, as long that, as they don't overlap each other, you should be okay. Yeah, exactly. I think it's kind of hard for me because I think I'm, I think I'm like one of the few people in Oklahoma actually doing just Western photography. Right. And so that really kind of limits the amount of props I have. Yeah. So even just taking something out for a shoot, it's like, you know, I don't really know anybody that might have, mm -hmm. you know, a Winchester rifle or, you know, a certain style hat. Uh, and so I think that's kind of something I might need to try yeah. to pave that way. Uh, for maybe other people to, you know, right. Get so how up. how would you go about like just like I said, this is happening in such a short amount of time. So mm -hmm. when it comes to times where you think I need props, I need to meet more people. <laughs> I, I have no idea. You I, just I, just like roam around the stockyards hoping to see somebody. <laughs> dude, honestly, uh, yeah, it's either uh, roam around the stockyards. I love going to Langston's and maybe just finding something, uh, or just finding stuff on like OfferUp or Craigslist that yeah. you know maybe I could just you know buy for the cheap so a lot of the stuff I have it's like I came out of my pocket so it's kind of that's a, that's another hard thing so trying to find stuff for a shoot or, yeah you know guns aren't cheap but gun especially Winchester rifles God, you man, you're telling me so you gotta find some old guy who doesn't doesn't know what a camera really man, is and he's never I'm, seen one before. man I, I know some buddies out in Texas I think we're getting together uh, another big thing we're working on a western uh, to possibly get filmed this spring. No uh, way. Yeah, yeah. So uh, kind of keeping that under wraps until we kind of get everything settled yeah. in. Like in the, obviously in the state and... Yeah, yeah. Probably in the state or out in Texas. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like a big group of us. Uh, you know, I think a few of us here in Oklahoma um, and a few out in Texas. And our okay. big plans are to, you know, maybe do like some Western shorts or something down there in mm -hmm. Fort Worth, Texas, around that area. So, yeah, that's kind of another big thing I'm kind of... I just, on the I radar. I kind of keep things to myself and yeah. wait until, you know. Well, I mean, it like, makes sense when you, like, I understand waiting when you know you don't have everything set up, right? Yeah, Because exactly. the last you want to do is say, oh, I'm going to do this. And then it doesn't And happen. then someone calls you up in six months and be like, oh, yeah, about that. What's happening? And you're like, oh, it kind of fits. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like telling everybody, like, oh, hey, I'm talking to this girl. And then it's like, oh, wait. Right. Never mind. We're not talking anymore. Yeah, you know? exactly. So it's like, just wait until, wait until things yeah. are, like, settled in and then we'll, you know. That's fair enough. Yeah. So. That's probably, that's pretty smart. Yeah. That? I've had a, man, you know, because I... When I was living out in Portland, I had so many interviews out at, at Nike, and mm -hmm. nothing, I just, I couldn't get in the door. Yeah. It was, like, really where I, where I wanted to work, and 
I was always like, oh yeah, you know, I got an interview or, you know, I interviewed here and it never happened. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, man, I just sound like I'm just, like I'm just crying wolf. You yeah, know? It's like, yeah. oh, you know, all this is happening and it doesn't. And so I'd rather just kind of keep things in the wraps yeah. until, you know, until it actually happens. Why? So, so obviously you moved to Portland to yeah. try and work at Nike. Yeah. Why though? Well, what was the whole goal yeah, for well, Nike? In college, I really just, uh, I, you know, I had an admiration for it. Uh-huh. Um, so I was like, man, the only way I'll get a chance to even get an interview is to go move out there. So uh, moved out there to get it, get my opportunity. Mm-hmm. Interviewed. Um, I actually met like the VP of Jordan Brand. Um, got to sit one on one in his office. Uh, met the VP of Design of Jordan Brand behind the guy behind Tinker Hatfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the greatest, one of the greatest like footwear designers of all time. Um, got to chat with him, you know, for a bit. Uh, man, I just met a ton of awesome yeah. people there, and but I just never got my foot in the door. It was really frustrating. I think yeah. I showed. I think I know one interview. I think they said if they hired me, they'd be holding back my potential because I guess I was just like too passionate, and they think I get bored yeah. in the jobs. So I think that's really yeah. But yeah, I'm just trying to put this like put Nike and Western way together. It doesn't uh, yeah, go yeah, together. Yeah. It's, does uh, it? you like, know, it's it's really it's, weird. I didn't really. It's I mean, like I, you'd live a completely different life if you were in Portland working for Nike selling shoes. Yeah, or I doing I, whatever it was. Honestly, there. yeah, and I think that's one thing I really like love about Oklahoma it's like I can I think this side of me has always been me but I've just never gotten a chance to really show it right and so I think moving here really gave me the opportunity to become that person uh-huh. and uh, you know I think this has been me the entire time I just never got the chance to do yeah. it because either one everybody said you know I look stupid or something but now it's like you know I'm really have a lot of support uh, from other people and you know they're really pushing me to, right now like this is like this is part of you and this is kind of the yeah. journey that you're on and when they see the photos or they see you in a hat they're like oh it's just normal because that's how yeah they like, probably see the, they think that's how you've always been yeah basically yeah so i mean but you look back at <laughs> my photos it's like dude i'm like nothing like i was <laughs> last year like this time last year it's like dude really like yeah boots and cowboy hats and you know but you, I, I, I love that because like it just shows you how much of how much can happen in just one year yeah, you know, I, I think like a really year ago too. when you picked up a camera and you're like, oh, I'm going to get back into this because it's kind of fun and I don't want to, you know, I might not want to play video games all day. Exactly. And now you're here working for Stetson and all that kind of other stuff. Man, it's it's really been a blast trying to see where the year has taken me. So, but, you know, I think that's I kind of reminiscing that way kind of gets yeah. me complacent. So it's like I'd rather just kind of shrug it off and keep going mm-hmm. so and I know I don't know that may not be the case for some people but you know yeah I get complacent and lazy and just want to sit around so oh, I'll, try, I'll try to just keep keep chugging along so yeah but yeah it's it's uh it's cool um I think just picking that avenue of art and photography and just being a way to really express my interests and passions mm-hmm. uh, I think it's been just a you know a door that opened yeah and with the market not being so saturated in that field uh, it's really opened up a lot of opportunities yeah, definitely. but it's not for everybody um the ranching lifestyle uh just talking to a buddy of mine you know it's really romanticized you know people think oh you know just living on land and uh you know got like 50 100 headed cattle you know they think it's all you know oh man this is there's awesome. no days off there's no days off yeah. you know um you don't see them when they're, you know, in mud boots and a mud cap and just out in the rain and the cold mm-hmm. and trying to feed 50 cattle. And 
you don't know if the market's going to fluctuate. It's a very romanticized lifestyle that yeah. a lot of people don't understand because it's not just um, what you see in movies or magazines. It's literally a lifestyle. They live and mm -hmm. breathe it. And some years they don't know if they're going to make ends meet. It's a really cutthroat industry, but it's a really respectable one. And yeah. I think, um, I think just what I'm doing, I think kind of, I'm more, I hate the romanticized part of things. Uh, I mean, I know everybody loves like hope and everything. One of my favorite movies is like No Country for Old Men, right? Okay. And uh, it's that's just such a dry. Tommy Lee Jones, right? Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones, Coen Brothers, uh, and I think that's just like a beautiful movie because they've made like West Texas into this beautiful scenery. Yeah. And uh, it's really not. <laughs> it's not though, and uh, but it's just the ending of the movie is not. A happy ending. Right. I think that's just like the realness of it. And I think that's kind of what, why I resonate with like cowboys, ranchers. A lot of the times these rodeos you go to, these are ranchers and cowboys just trying to make an extra buck. Mm -hmm. So they're bringing their horses and, you know, uh, you know, riding them. Yeah. Just to hopefully make a few extra hundred bucks to pay rent or pay the bills. Yeah. So that's really what a lot of rodeos are. Uh, so it's not just people going for competition. And a lot of these guys are just really trying to make ends meet when they go to these things. Right, especially so, in, like, yeah. you know, the small towns that you go into yeah, to see exactly. these places. Yeah, so I think that's the one thing I really respect about those guys. So they're just always doing something yeah. to, you know, earn an extra buck. You must so. have bumped into, must have met some crazy, like, you know, these amazing people in all these cool places, right? Like, the people that you've bumped into, you know, when you go into a small rodeo, is there any stories that come up from that? Or like, do you just go to people and say, I'm going to take some pictures? Do you mind? Uh, you know, I'm still kind of getting over that fear of just yeah. like, hey, let me take some photos. Um, I think this summer I'm really going to be on the rodeo circuit here uh -huh. in Oklahoma just constantly every weekend going to a different rodeo, just capturing that. Yeah. And uh, another thing is everybody just has respect for each other. Everybody supports each other. Even if it's not guys just trying to earn an extra 100 bucks. It's, uh -huh. you know, people go there to get away from work and get away from the ranch mm -hmm. and you know enjoy themselves for a bit so yeah i think that's really just uh kind of what america's about you know you work and you know that's what we're built off of is blue collar people right and uh and then same with small business and so any chance we have to kind of get away and you know enjoy ourselves yeah i think that's really what and know, i think about. like in especially the the you know the pictures that come along with with that rodeo that you went to um you know there's there's a typical like there's a beat up old truck there that they've probably been driving forever yep. you know there's like yep. it it's just it's looks it's so real isn't it you know yeah. it does not from a movie like it's literally like there's going to be some guy there who's 60 70 years old who's been doing this since yeah. he was 10 or 5 mm -hmm. or whatever it is you know like his his skin's like leather and he's got yep. thick palms or whatever it is but yep. like that's the person that you want to capture that's the person that you want to take photos of and tell stories of yeah, right? exactly i think and that's what i think just uh photos tell stories you know i mean some things may need a story behind it but a lot of the time it's just looking at a photo just makes you feel something and so uh, I think that set of photos you're looking at is probably some of my favorite. I honestly, that was my first rodeo I've shot. I had yeah. no idea what to do, what to look at. Um, and honestly, I was really upset that they didn't come out super sharp or clear, but I think that's the... It's the rawness of it. Yeah. That? Yeah. And I think it's just raw and real. I mean, it's a small town where, you know, everybody's just working for a living. There's nothing to do. And so the local rodeo is 
you know. That's be, the thing be, to do on the weekend. Thing to do, yeah. yeah. So, not, yeah, I just really fell in love with that lifestyle. And yeah, it's kind of where it's led me to today. So, what what's next? Like, what is your? I guess, like you say earlier, you know, hopefully this year you'll be able to transition and and mm-hmm. you know, tell tell your boss, sorry, I'm gonna t- take photos and travel <laughs> the world now, which is a crazy feeling after you know, really with a is. year, you know, over a year. But uh-huh. um, I don't know. Where would you like to? Where, where do you want this year to go? And, and I guess out the future after that? I think this year is to be more consistent with just shooting, but I guess really hone in on telling a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I can really work on my storytelling. Uh, I know I'm not really known for it, but I think just uh, falling back in love with that again. Um, just taking this month off was to really just reset everything. Mm-hmm. So just kind of feel like I got burned out a little bit, just trying to force things and I think this next year, I'm hoping to once again kind of get into the industry. Yeah. Uh, but you know, try to get like on board with like three or four more brands, and you know, shoot for them. So right. I'm hoping to hopefully tell this story with Stetson. Um, I'll keep it on the wraps for right now, but and then uh, be on the lookout for like a western uh, short film. Yeah. Probably later in the summer. So really excited about that. So with the short film stuff, are you going to be shooting the film or like acting in it or both? Both. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So obviously you have a passion for, for videography as well then. And I like do. Film I, haven't really like dove, I haven't really dove into it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I need to hit up Les and have him give me a few. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Have him give me a few uh, pointers. So. Like he does not stop working. No, he really doesn't. Which and, is crazy. And that's the thing about freelancing though. You know, that's yeah. you, if you don't, if not working, you're not going to, you know, make a buck. Right. So. But you know that's the, that's the reality of it. Yeah, less less works very 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 yeah. hard. So less, if you're listening, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'll pay you for some lessons. But yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to shoot. He's gonna. I know what he's gonna tell you. He's gonna tell you go to YouTube. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and Canon would tell you the same thing. No, I'm saying yeah, I learned a lot from photography, even just going on YouTube and yeah. searching up things, how to do this and that. So yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping to get my acting skills together too. So I've always felt like I belong in that kind of movie, yeah, or TV show, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, it's, it's yeah, it'd be a cool, cool thing to tick off the bucket list, wouldn't it? Oh man, like I, like I, I you know, I've gone from like loving westerns and loving cowboy stuff to oh, I've like started my own western movie. Oh dude, wouldn't that be sick? That'd be so, so cool. I've always wanted to play that Tommy Lee Jones role, just No Country for Old Men. Just, yeah, you know. I don't know. I got to wait a few years to get to his age, so hopefully you got plenty of time left. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but that's awesome. I mean, I, you. you know, it's uh, it's it's so cool to see like, you know, just the difference a year can make, right? And just coming back and and having a camera and then just having this passion for Western wear and, and now like, it, like I said, it happened very fast, but I like I get the feeling just by talking to you now that it's not, you know, you haven't just been like this is not something that's just gonna be like your 15 minutes fame and you're gone yeah. right you know like i get this film is like oh like this is just flick the light on mm-hmm. and now it's like oh hang on a st-. you know what i mean you just like you yeah. crack the door open a little bit think, and now I it's like this is what i want to do i really set the foundation and now i can start to kind of build on top of that now yeah uh learning um i'm hoping to take a really big trip this summer uh and i'm my big goal this year is to go to the pendleton roundup out in oregon um, What's that? So it's probably the most famous rodeo in the okay. world. Um, out in Pendleton, Oregon, uh, Pendleton Whiskey, Pendleton Woolen Mills. Uh, it, it's really, 
it's a huge rodeo that brings tons of people out mm-hmm. there and it's out in like northwest or northeastern oregon and uh it's a lot of people think oregon it's like green trees rainy all the time but once you guys go east of the cascades it's all high desert yeah and uh, rolling hills and man that's probably the essence of what cowboying is about mm-hmm. is the pendleton rodeo that's awesome yeah when pendleton is it round. it's a uh, i think it's like end of september okay so every year but man just yeah being out in that part of the country just mm-hmm. you know really gets my you know creative juices for yeah, me. yeah, so, yeah. but you know, i'm hoping to shoot a bit while i'm out here and get a few more people on board and you know hopefully i can you know really blow up this year yeah so, definitely i think last year was kind of just like a taste of what i can do but mm-hmm. now i'm finally starting to find my style and everything i think this yeah. year you know i'm really excited for it yeah so, I, I think like going back to just the stories that you were telling and and I guess that that falling through might have been a good thing for you. I think so too. You know, because yeah. like it kind of still fuels the fire a little bit and like yeah. pushes you to something else. Exactly. And gives you more time to to do something else. Yeah, and I think just my style really makes me unique. People think, oh, you know, it's cowboy Eric. Well, right. You know, I live in the suburbs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I'm hoping to you know really kind of live that out yeah. a bit more this year. So awesome. I'm hoping to drop a few pounds too. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see it. We'll see it. Hopefully a year from now, you know, be like 50 pounds. And then another year's different. So we'll see. This, oh, yeah. Man, we'll see. I love food awesome. too much. So Hey, who doesn't? Right? <laughs> it's January. Everyone, everyone's on their New Year's Eve uh, resolutions right now. I've broken so. it. had like the best. Oh, man, so I went to Whataburger today. I just got like a double Whataburger Junior on uh-huh. the value menu. Man, that was probably one of the best, best food burgers. <laughs> like... I've had, I mean, I've had In-N-Out, I've had Shake Shack, yeah. but man, that was probably like just from fast food burgers, man, yeah. that was probably one of the best. I'm not really food. an In-N-Out fan. It's, I just, I, I don't know. I, I think it's too much hype, but I, going I on saying I, like underrated burgers, the best burger I've ever had. And I know the reason is this, because I, I ran the, ran the OKC half marathon last year and I got back to the house and on the way home, there's a Sonic and I haven't eaten Sonic for like literally since I've been in the States, so almost eight years. Yeah. And my wife's like, I want a double cheeseburger. I'm like, that sounds so good. And it's only because I just ran 13 miles that that was like literally the best burger I've had oh, in yeah. the last year. But I back to just random like surprises. That was that was one of them. Man, so I've been following this guy. I think his name's George Motts. He's a uh, burger scholar, self-proclaimed burger scholar. He's been like 12,000 burger joints across the country, okay. right? And he says the burger belt is from Texas to Wisconsin. That's where in that chain going yeah. north is where you can find the best burgers in the country. But that makes Oklahoma the buckle. Basically right. And then, so, yeah. yeah, his favorite burgers are the Oklahoma fried onion burgers. It's the history behind it, but it's also just a good yeah. concept, you know. And uh, some of his favorite burger joints are like out in El Reno, out in Tulsa. And, you know, I think... Have you been, have you been taking them off the list? Uh, yeah, I've uh, I went to Brownies in Tulsa this past weekend. Uh, they make their own root beer. Okay, uh, they've been around since like 1958. Uh, Sid's Diner is probably one of the most famous ones mm-hmm. in Oklahoma. Uh, I think they've been featured on like uh, Diners, Drive-In, and Dives with Guy Fieri. Yeah. Uh, Food Paradise, uh, Tucker's is one of my favorite burgers. Yeah, and, big fan of oh Tucker's. Oh my god, Nick's man, it's, just, it's a great burger scene out yeah. here. So, but yeah, I think. Uh, Have you had Ron's? I haven't had Ron's. I've been planning. Ron's is to go, good. I've been planning to go there. So I'm trying yeah. to check some. There's one on like May and fiftieth. The original yeah. one's in Tulsa, but there's one on May and fiftieth. I'm planning on checking off a few burger joints uh, off the list this yeah. year. So I'm a big burger guy. So I think that's uh, a, that's one thing that I keep telling people back home. Right? Cause I I just you know went home for Christmas and I, and 
I had went out for dinner with friends and I wasn't really feeling like fancy kind of, you know, like mm-hmm. knife and fork food. I just want to eat something, right? And I burger sounds really good. Bacon double cheeseburger sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. And I was so like disappointed with it because I'm just like I'm not I was used you know, I'm used to having the like really good standard of burgers. Like yep. I said, even the even like the Sonic ones or the yeah. the what even like the food chain ones, like they're still good. And I just had this burger from this pub and I was just like, Oh, you know, it's such a letdown. I mean it's good, but it's just like not the same. I think I think with burgers, people try to get too fancy with it, but uh-huh. at the end of the day, it's a burger. Right. It's, you know, I think I'm, I'm really big on not having too many toppings. Yeah. Because I think once you get too many toppings, it's not about the burger. Right. And it's like you're trying to hide something. You know, all these steakhouses have these fancy, like, aiolis and all yeah, these fancy yeah. toppings. All it really needs to be is just meat and just cheese. Just meat cheese. Maybe some pickles, mustard, and that's it. Yeah. You know, I think that's just the simpleness that I love. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's, Yeah. Honestly, I think that's like the We need to find some burger joints for you to take pictures of. Dude, honestly, I got a few burger joints on the list I can take anybody to right now. Yeah. You know, they'll be amazed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm a big burger guy. So, yeah, anybody wants to go grab a burger, you know, hit me up. So, I'm always about it. So, I'll definitely have to take you off on that because I, uh, currently in the middle of a fitness thing like most people are with the new year's eve resolution and once it's done i am going to destroy as much bad food as i can <laughs> I'm, so, I'm starting my uh, my fitness journey next week we'll, we'll get back to it yeah. so yeah awesome but how how can everyone follow you how can everyone reach out if they want you um, to do some work yeah honestly i'm really just on instagram right okay. now uh, not too big on like facebook i don't have snapchat twitter yeah uh, just reach out to me on instagram okay. or just on email, I mean, I don't think anybody emails anybody. If it's anymore. an email, it's serious. Yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah. For, uh, but mainly just Instagram. Okay. I'm usually on, uh, but that's really the yeah. Way and it's can reach uh, at Eric dot Granado. Yeah, that's G R A N A D O. Okay. Granado for those for those wondering how to say my name. Yeah, me. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, mate, I um, yeah, I really appreciate the time. Sat here for almost an hour just chopping it up and hearing <laughs> your story and. Oh, dude, for sure. I'm you know, once this goes off, we'll we'll definitely start talking about getting this this people series back up together because oh, I think always, that's something yeah. that could be of serious value to everybody who wants to know about people. I think it can, and I think uh, just. Doing that can, I think, uh, man, I tell people from that, I'm, you know, that I live out of state, it's like I want them to come visit just right. so I can show them around yeah, and show yeah, yeah. them how, like, interesting it is. Uh-huh. And I think that, you know, it starts with small business and just being around here in Oklahoma City up in Tulsa. So yeah. uh, restaurants, you know, entrepreneurs, craftsmen. Mm-hmm. So, and I, yeah, let's, uh, let's chat, let's chat up that. and see if we can kind of get that thing rolling again. Awesome. So. Thanks for your time, man. I really appreciate it. Mike, thank you. Appreciate you. So, uh, like I said, follow me on IG. That's really the only form of social media I use right now. But, yeah, other than that, appreciate you. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you in the next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, Follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.